0: it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour
1: two of the T-Row in the Morning Show on a Wednesday, October 19. A1 at Turkey bacon pack with you. We're at Brown O'Haver today here on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Bye week for the Sooners. Iowa State next Saturday. Got a good one this Saturday in Stillwater. Battle of the Oranges. Texas coming to town. Will Spencer Sanders play or not? That is the big question in that one. Mike Gundy's not going to tell you. Uh, That's pretty good. Um, Friday night, Tulsa at Temple. Major League Baseball playoffs yesterday. Phillies beat the Padres in Game 1 of the NLCS. Yankees beat the Guardians to close out that divisional series. Another doubleheader today. 3.30, 3.30, Philly-San Diego game two. 6.30 tonight, Yankees-Astros game one of the ALCS. NBA last night, Celtics uh, got a win. The night they're honoring Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. Yeah. My apologies to the Bill Russell family. The night they're honoring Bill Russell um, and uh, uh the Warriors beat the Lakers late last night if you did not stay up. LeBron is 0-1. Okay, TJ, I want to play a little audio for you. The Big 12 basketball media days are going on. Women yesterday, men today. I saw that uh, Porter Moser sent out a picture this morning aboard the jet, taking him and his guys up to uh, Kansas City for Big 12 media days today. But to the side yesterday... Brett Yormark. Is that his name? Is it Brett? Brett. It is, right? Brett. It sounded funny when it came out of my mouth.
2: Well, because you say Brett so
1: much. Brett, yeah. Brett Yormark. It's just like a commissioner named Brett doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> like a commissioner needs to be a Paul or a Roger. <laughs> right. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> Brett. I don't know. Anyway, um, he uh, he met off to the side with a gaggle of reporters and was talking a little football. And this is what he had to say so we had a call this morning um, we will not have divisions uh, we'll announce the this next year's schedule in early december which is pretty much when it has been done previously and over a two-year period each of the schools will, will play each other um at least once so um, excited about what that schedule will look like when we finally put it out
0: how do you work that out without divisions that i guess what's that what else
1: does that kind of look like well, I'm not ready to comment more than that. Just now, it'll be released next month. Nine league games, though, still. Yes, nine, nine league games. We'll announce it late November, early December, um, and I'm, I'm excited about what it'll look like.
0: Rivalry, rivalries,
1: you know, are preserved absolutely. Looking at geography, you know, obviously, you know, from a student athlete perspective and travel. So all those principles are part of the decision making. But we'll end up in a great place. <laughs> all right. So a little bit of what he had to say there. Uh, Nine-game schedule the next two years. Schedule will be out late November, early December. Uh, they will not have divisions, so it will be the top two teams in the 14-team league the next two years that will play for the championship. No east and west or north and south. And uh, the way the schedule is going to be made, you're guaranteed to play everybody at least once in the next two years. I think they're going to have um, kind of you're you're going to have five that you play home and away the next two years, and you rotate the other four. Either that, or they'll have four and you rotate the other five. But that's how you get to your uh, that's how you get to your nine. The thing of most note for us in this part, these parts, is that your mark said we are expecting to have Oklahoma and Texas for the next two years. They've said they're going to be here. That's what we're scheduling toward. So, yes, we're going to have Oklahoma and Texas. Um, To which you say what, TJ? To which I say
2: why. Like, I get why the Big 12 is holding on and wanting them here. I get the discussions that there are supposedly that a lot of this holdup is Fox not wanting to give up certain games in the next two years and wanting to make trades with ESPN. Money. money. I get everything, but I don't get the holding on – And why you're trying to move forward and rebrand your conference. And he's trying to get, uh, you know, he's hiring these marketing companies and get younger and hipper. And they're going to do certain things with music and basketball and this and that. And yet you're holding on to these two programs that will not be a part of your conference and not letting them go and not moving on. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I've said all along, I think OU's playing in the SEC next year. I'm starting to pull back a little bit on that as we get further uh, into this year and, and closer to, to next season, and schedules are going to have to come out and be set and everything, but I, I don't understand why you don't just cut ties as well. And and I get that the TV networks are, are a big part of this, and I get the money side of it, but if you're truly in believing in your product, believing in these uh, schools that you're bringing in, I don't understand why you sit there and tread water and wait around in the mud for two years and then just let it all go and then start completely over again. Start your rebranding now. Bring these schools in fresh. Uh, Don't sit here and mix Oklahoma and Texas in with your scheduling. I don't get it. And I know it's millions and millions of dollars, and that's what it all boils down to. I think you answered your question. I know, and I know it. But to me, this is a— disgruntled spouse that just won't let the other one move on, even though they know they're moving on.
3: Hey, hey, TJ. Though you said it in your own answer there. This and this is John from Brown O'Haver. You said it in your own answer there that um, if if you believe in who you're bringing in, then why don't you? Right. just – Well, that's the key. They don't. They believe don't. In who I,
2: I know that. They
3: I, know don't they, believe I know
2: that. It. I know that. I know that.
3: I mean, look at the ratings. They've got to hold on to Texas and Oklahoma as long as they possibly can. I realize that, yeah. Because that's the only way they're going to get eyeballs on a BYU game or a Cincinnati game or a Houston game. I don't even know who the other school is. It doesn't even matter. They're not (laughs) bringing – they're not going to get the eyeballs. So they've got to figure out some way to generate interest. UCF?
1: Did you say UCF? I said
3: UCF. That's correct. Houston. The University of Connecticut in Farmington. And so what you've got to figure out is – how do you hold on? They're going to hold on to the bitter end, dude. They, they are a bitter spouse. They're the bitter spouse that is just going to make this as ugly and as miserable and wants custody of Oklahoma and Texas all the way through their 21st birthday.
1: It's going to be miserable. Well, this is why I'm leaving the jerk. Here's the quote uh, mark said. They're going to be here through 25. They've committed themselves in advance of me getting here, and they reiterated that commitment. So they'll be here through the duration of the grant of rights. And my relationship with both Texas and Oklahoma is very, very strong. And they are full members, and we're looking forward to working with them. Just to clarify, through 25, there's been some confusion there. That's through June of 25. Right. The 25 football season would actually be the first one in the SEC if, uh, if this thing plays out. So, two more football seasons after this one in the Big 12 is what we're talking about. Um, yeah, no good, even with the new teams
2: coming no, in? Not, no desire to stay whatsoever. No desire.
3: I think after going one and three in conference play, I'm more willing to entertain the idea of staying <laughs> one more year <laughs> in the Big 12. Having a tour. Well, either, either a revenge tour or a get right tour or whatever. But to go all the way through the – the entire 23 and 24 season, I mean, it seems like a long time. This has been going on for a really long time. And I think you've got to think that ESPN wants to get ahead of USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten or at least come in at the same time. And they're talking about moving way more quickly than the Big 12 is. So, I don't know. It just doesn't It doesn't make sense for Oklahoma to stay unless they really have, to this gentleman's point, Committed to staying through the end of the grander rights, I guess Joe C is willing to do that, but it just seems weird. It seems weird to have to continue to be a part of this conference.
1: Yeah, you're going to 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 be to draw out your uh, uh, example there of the cheating spouse or whatever. You're still going to the family reunion. <laughs> right, <And> it's <laughs> weird. Everybody's sitting at the yeah. table knowing you don't everybody want to be there. Everybody knows what dinner. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to Thanksgiving and everybody knows what happened and you're all sitting around going, yeah. Um, I'll play devil's advocate here. I am, and you know that I have enjoyed the Big 12 more than you guys have, and a lot of that has to do with not just football, basketball and baseball and everything. I am kind of looking forward to the next couple I'm very much looking forward to the SEC. Can't wait and if they tell us today we're going tomorrow great. But I am also if it's going to play out this way I think the next couple of years are going to be kind of fun with you know new places to go in the Big 12. The the whole league's going to get mixed up. We're going to add new destinations and new teams coming into Norman. And even the other sports are going to look different for the next couple of years. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be more – like we've had the same 12 teams here for so long, and it's gotten boring for a lot of people. Ten teams. Ten teams, right. Ten (laughs) teams for so long, and it's gotten boring for some people. And now it's going to be 14, and it's going to be different, and it's going to be jumbled up, and it's going to be kind of interesting for a couple of years until we get to go to the SEC. Um, so I am looking forward to that a little. Like, maybe we go to Provo. Maybe we go to Orlando. Maybe we go to Cincinnati and I can have some Skyline Chili. You've been Chile. to all these places. I've never been to Provo. No, no but I haven't. Provo's maybe, fantastic. maybe they come here. Whatever the case may be, I'm not saying I'm not excited to go to the SEC. I'm just saying the fact that the next couple of years are going to be different, almost kind of like a transition phase – is somewhat interesting to me. It's like you're dating, but you know you're not
2: going to settle down with any of these women, and you're you're moving on eventually. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, I guess that's a... You want to go back to the spouse thing? <laughs> so you're in the interlude. <laughs> There's a
3: lot of shenanigans so going on. So when you on. get divorced from your first wife and you have you're... those two years before you meet your next right.
1: wife? Okay.
2: That a makes swiping a swiping left, swiping right for a couple of years. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I I hear you, Toby. and
1: I I, think... I don't hate the Big 12 like some people do. Some people... Are disgusted by the Big Twelve. I've never felt that way. I think it's been really good for us. Uh, I like it's a lot of fun. Like to go to Ames, Iowa this week, next weekend. That's a very enjoyable trip and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't mean I'm not more looking forward to the SEC. The SEC is going to be amazing. But it, if you say you got two more years in the Big Twelve, TJ, I feel like you start itching and I you're am like, oh, "I can't stand this I'm place. Out right now. I'm out of here!" I'm itching that scratch right now. I'm like, "Oh, sweet. I get to see my friends for a couple more years." So, I'm not that bummed about it.
2: <laughs> I get to see my friends. Yeah. How about making new friends,
1: okay? You're going to like it. We're going to go to this new school, and you're you going to av- like it. You're going to make new okay. friends. If you give me option 1 or 2. Number 1, we go to the Big 12 or we go to the SEC at the end of the season, or 2, we wait through the end of the Grand of Rights. I would pick option 1. I would rather go to the SEC now. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. I've been listening to you guys tell me for years how much fun it's going to be to have to deal with Arkansas and LSU and all these crazy lunatic fans all the time. I would I'd rather go now. I'm just telling you, spending two more years here with the 14-team league and all the new opponents and everything doesn't disgust me. I'm like, yeah, okay, this will be interesting.
3: Huh. I feel like they're going to punish Oklahoma and Texas, and when they do this new scheduling, we're not going to get to have any of those fun trips you talked about. We're just going to play Big 12 we're teams? We're going to just play the same old Big 12 teams we played, and maybe they even like cancel OU Texas just as, just to really stick it to us in the last two years. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you imagine the lo- how quickly the lawsuits <laughs> would just come down? No, no, that will be interesting to know Like, who are the four or five, whatever they land on, that OU gets selected for for the home and homes the next two years that they're going to play twice. I mean, a couple you know, OSU and Texas are easy, but you know who are the other ones? Um, so how they end up divvying up this schedule is going to be interesting to see. Same thing for the SEC; they're still trying to figure out what they want to do when OU and Texas gets there. You know, we've talked for a while about the three three six format or the two seven format or whatever the case may be. So there's a lot of decisions that are going to be made at the conference level, both in the Big Twelve and the SEC, in coming months that are going to impact a whole lot who comes to Owen Field. Uh, not just the next couple of years, but in the foreseeable future in the SEC as well. So that stuff I find interesting. But so I'm on an island here. You guys are just no sick I, of this. Let's go. No, I think that there's. I think that there's. I mean,
3: I think we all got a dose of reality over the last four games that the program might not be in a position to just jump into the SEC.
1: See, I don't even buy that.
3: Like, I'm not— I, I'm just saying jump in because we don't want to jump in and have this year happen. Well, like, I... if you jumped in and had this year happen, it would feel terrible. That's all I It saying. feels
1: terrible this year. It's going to feel
3: terrible regardless. My point is, let's let Brent build it up a little bit. I'm yeah. okay with that. There's That's... an argument to that.
1: There's To get a couple of recruiting classes in here and to feel better about where things are and all that kind of stuff— so I I'm not, so my point is I'm not totally against what you're saying, and I think you're right. It's either
3: going to be this year or 25. It's not going to be 24. They're not going to, they're not going to go
1: and do a probably mid, you know. not. But who knows? I mean, we live in a crazy world. I'm just not. I've never been one of those like, oh my God, we got to get all our ducks in a row. We got to get all showered up and pretty, and we get our makeup on, and make sure everything is perfect before we go to the, the land of Oz called the SEC because we don't want people to not like us when we get there we got to win championships in every sport when we arrive. We're going to be fine in the SEC. Whether we go this year or in two years or whatever, Oklahoma's uh, going to be just fine in the SEC. But I do agree with you when it comes to – I think Brent would like to get a recruiting class or two uh, under his belt and say, I had to feel better about my defensive line. That's all I'm – yeah. Yeah, before – we start playing. But I don't know. I, like, I'm, this, isn't a, this isn't Are a, they better than the Big 12?
3: This is No. I don't know. No, because Tennessee would win the Big 12. And Alabama and Georgia. But after that, maybe Ole Miss, I guess. They're playing really well. But after that, we compete with every one of those teams, if not beat every one of those teams.
1: I don't know if I agree with that. K- Kentucky.
3: Kentucky's not worth a flip. You're saying that Tennessee's not undefeated in the Big 12 right now?
1: Because I think they probably are. Who did they play? I don't know. I saw Alabama go to Austin and win by one. I I mean, I'm not ready to just tell you Tennessee would walk through the Big 12 against TCU and Oklahoma State and Baylor and Texas and Oklahoma. I think they're a really good team. I just – I don't know. I agree with you. in the
3: The middle of the SEC is not any different than the middle of the Big 12. That I 100% agree with you. Not any different. Yeah. Kentucky – Mississippi State, LSU this year, Arkansas this year. No difference. The teams were playing South in South
1: Carolina. No difference. Missouri. Florida. Yeah, all those teams. All right, break time. Interesting conversation. We'll continue it back after this.
0: The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment four wheelers, side by sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I 44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. They'll save you thousands of dollars on the sale of your home. Same great service you'll get from any other realtor out there. Call Terry, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. There's also United Way Day today on The Ref, supporting uh, the United Way of Norman, serving over 61,000 people Uh, yearly united way funds nonprofit partner agencies in the norman community provide vital services agencies that provide uh that are divided into three impact areas education financial stability and health we're big supporters here of the united way you'll be hearing from a uh, lot of people uh, that are involved with it programs are involved with it throughout the day today so uh be listening for that it's united way day uh very cool air love the united way Absolutely. Absolutely. They do a lot of great within uh, a lot of yeah. communities, especially around right. here. So right. Uh Air Comfort Solutions text line. No need to apologize to uh Cleveland. It's dumb that they changed the name. It's from Tommy. All right. Uh when are they going to get a play by play announcer part? Toby, you would get a statue.
1: Yeah. They don't they don't have that much bronze teach. <laughs> <They have> to... <laughs> or or... We got we uh, thank you. That's a crazy talk on your part, but uh, we got guys named uh, Cronkite, Gowdy, hey. uh Barry, Brooks. Never
2: Treps. heard of them. Never a, heard of them. Whole You're whole first, of guys. obviously.
1: There's a whole lot of guys that deserve uh, their their uh, place in the park.
2: According yeah. to the late great Taco, though, you already had a statue on campus. That little dude with the wings that's over there. That's on the right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, T J. Hey, if you're a Rangers, Mavericks, and Cowboys fan, you're not very good at bandwagoning. Well, oh, that's you, just
1: that's you. just one of his teams. He's also uh, <laughs> Yankees and Chicago Bulls during the Michael Jordan era, and uh, Russia during the 1980
2: Olympics. <laughs> I did not root
1: for Russian. No. Uh, Any team Tom Brady plays for, on and on and on. Alabama. I always forget about that. Uh, Does Barry Switzer have a statue? If not, why not?
2: Yeah, Barry's got one. Yeah, Barry's got one over there by Bob. Yeah.
1: Benny, Uh, Bud, Barry, and Bob all have statues. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Thunder are tanking this year. We're a big statue university. That's one thing the SEC is going to appreciate when they come see us, TJ. we got a lot of statues at our place. Uh, There are a lot of statues.
2: Uh, Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Thunder are tanking this year for the new phenom from Europe. Yeah, that's the uh, guy we discussed about it. you call him William phenom, he, I call him bust. Yeah, TJ's never seen him play. He just knows I've seen he's highlights. I've skinny. seen the highlights just like everybody else over the last couple of weeks. I say bust. Anti skinny guy. Congratulations, you're guys. seven foot and can dribble a basketball. Good. That's what you get paid for. <laughs> oh,
1: look how he dribbles. He's seven foot and can dribble. Uh, oh. see but but that's back to my point is this, if this guy is the next LeBron James or the next great winner LeBron or whatever, James. is there any like – you're telling me the Thunders still go try to win to get uh, 7, 8, 9, or 10. I think I agree with you because they do have – but nobody's trading out a number one, no matter how many resources you got.
2: That, that's my point, and you could tank and you can try to get there and you still yeah. miss out
1: on it. That's true.
2: This isn't, true. you know, where you're guaranteed that spot. You play so I think to win, win the game,
1: yes. Yes. TJ. Uh, let's said a man see. who's been fired multiple times since he said it. But go Uh-oh. ahead. Oh, this person's mad at me.
2: Hey, you. Toby said it too, and you're directing everything at me. A grown man wearing a jersey, which I do, isn't as embarrassing as a guy whose only talent in life is the ability and desire to talk into a microphone being able to name some starting lineup of the Dallas Mavericks. You insult the very people that listen to the station and we're not uh, not for uh, jersey-wearing adults such as myself. Nerds like you wouldn't have a job. So in closing, I would suggest you stop insulting the jersey-wearing public since we're the dorks that provide talkers like you with a job. Boomer sooner, baby.
1: Hey, nerd, wow,
2: quit wearing your jersey, you. loser.
1: He's coming after you. <laughs> hey, people make fun of me about all kinds of things. Yeah. So Is yeah. that true? Is that your only skill in life, talking into a microphone?
2: Uh, No, I have lots of skills and abilities. Hmm. You should see how I used to be
1: able to straighten the uh, new release wall at Blockbuster. You did chase. You did change your solenoid or something uh, yeah, in, the, my, uh, uh, in the golf cart golf the other day. That's other right. Day, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. won a uh three on three tournament back in uh maybe you just played in one. I just one. played maybe in one, yeah, we yeah. didn't win it. Taekwondo, karate, something uh, like that. I was a uh, taekwondo
2: champion. Yes, mm-hmm. I uh, am an air fryer aficionado. I I'm very good at handling the air fryer, which I was expert
1: sent- at. Any movie from the eighties or nineties, pretty close to expert level. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I got a lot of abilities.
1: Jersey wear, not. I kind of agree with the ter- uh, text message. <laughs> I don't remember taking a hardcore anti-Jersey stance. I remember hearing a hardcore anti-Jersey oh, stance. Oh, now you're remember. backing off because you see you upset well, this guy. I don't remember being a part of that. Was I? Um,
2: yes, you were. So long ago. You're the one that brought it up in the first place. And I Was said, I? Toby, you're right. What a nerd.
1: I don't remember being a part of that.
2: Uh, T-Row, you have the best calls in sports. Oh, thanks, Mom. Well, I clicked on that, and that's not even what this text says. Where did I read that at? Uh, is OU taking a cut in TV revenue to share with the incoming teams? Oh, I see what happened there. I can go back to the other text. Not that I know of. Did, wasn't it announced that the other schools would take a cut, but OU and
1: Texas weren't? I don't know how the TV uh, monies work for the two years. That That's a very good question, and I will try to remember to ask Joe that. I the two years that, that the new teams are coming in, I don't. Do, do you know, Tyler, how the TV monies are working for these two years? It's a good question. I, I would assume that ESPN and their partners are giving them a little boost since there's going to be more inventory. Um, but I don't know exactly. So I will try to ask about that. Very good question.
2: Uh, now back to the one. T-Row, you have the best calls in all of sports. The copy I'm and paste call for Eric twice. Gray was awesome. And the easiest Sunday morning call for Barnes TD was another great one.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that.
2: Uh, sorry, this is Squatch Mo, but I guess they w- – oh, he must have texted him before that. Let's see here. Commissioner said he would uh, preserve rivalries. I was worried that would, uh, pu- he would punish us for leaving and skip over the Red River one year. No, that's that not will happening. will never happen. That's that not never happening. never happen. No. Yeah. But here's a text that I got off the air and see if you agree no, go with ahead. this. Right. This person thinks, oh, you will get screwed over in this whole ordeal and only play existing Big 12 teams at home, but will be a gate for all these new incoming teams, meaning they'll be sent to those places. They won't have those teams coming in necessarily. You think that's a possibility? Um.
1: I mean, now how would that screw OU? Because cause the home fans wouldn't get to see they the new teams. They wouldn't still get to see the
2: new teams. Yeah, you would be going there in the two years.
1: Yeah. That clamoring to see Houston and uh, <laughs> right. Cincinnati in the town? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, personally, that would that would be new – different road trips for OU fans to go to places they haven't been you know what I mean so it I see how the home fan maybe is getting ripped of seeing new teams but they're kind of they're not it's not like they're elite programs and they would also get different destinations to travel to but they're not elite programs so I don't know how it's gonna work We'll find out late November, early December. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to chat with John here at Brown O'Haver when we come back. It's a Wednesday morning. It's a working man Wednesday here on The Ref.
0: The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Welcome back to 4, T-Row in the morning show. Second half underway on a Wednesday. John Whitson with me here today. He, along with his lovely bride, Alice, the proprietors of this fine establishment, the number one ranked business in the state of Oklahoma, Brown O'Haver. John, uh, people don't know what you do. Explain to people exactly what you do and how you're helping people. Sure. Brown O'Haver,
3: we are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So if somebody out there has had a loss to their home, wind, fire, theft, vandalism, order their business, maybe they're suffering from a uh, not getting paid on a large roof claim, something like that, give Brown O'Haver a call, 405-735-5510. We work for you, not the insurance company, to make sure you get paid the money you deserved in a much more acceptable time frame, because mm-hmm. um, it, it's not only about the money, it's about getting that money quickly so you can make decisions to get your life and your home, and or your business rebuilt.
1: All right, so I've been uh, coming here for a while. Let me see if I can help uh, explain this to people. Something happens. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a fire. Maybe it's a tornado. Maybe it's wind damage. Maybe it's a flood. Something bad happens. And you don't know how to handle it. You've never been through this before. What did you say? Most people have one... One large loss in their life. Yeah. Yeah. And... um, uh, for me, it was uh, Texas last Saturday, forty-nine mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, that's the one and only. But sometimes it's things worse than that, like we're talking about here. And uh, you've never been through it before, so you just you know call up your insurance agent and you assume everything's going to be okay. Why is that not the end of it, John? Why didn't I got insurance? Why do I need you guys? The insurance company is a
3: for-profit business. They are out to make sure they do not have to pay any more. On your claim than is absolutely necessary the minimum the absolute minimum they do not want to pay one dime more they do not make money when they are paying out insurance claims and and you know what that's okay because that's what keeps them in business but you have options you do not have to settle for an insurance company's adjuster you can hire your own adjuster we are licensed by the state and we adjust the claim for you to instead of minimizing the claim maximizing the claim yeah. so you have every single dollar available to rebuild whatever it is that you've lost
1: and you're not necessarily saying the insurance companies are here to rip you off maybe some of them are they're just not going to help you find every dime that's possible exactly right. like you guys are uh they're just kind of banking on the fact you've never been through this and you don't really know how to do it and so you're, they're going to get away with not having to pay you as much as you guys can help we've been which in- is yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. Sometimes more. we've
3: been in business since 2006 here in Oklahoma, and if you include our um, parent company in Arizona since 1988, all our statistics show we get clients 30 to 40 percent more than they'd get yeah. on their own. 30 to 40 percent more, which in most cases is a crap ton of money.
1: And here's the two things that that always sell me the most for you guys. One, it costs nothing. Two just come in and see if you can help. Right. The only way you're getting paid is if they get paid. So, there's no money out of your pocket to come in and just say, "All right, here's my situation. Do you guys think you can help me find more money?" Uh, that's great. There's absolutely no reason you shouldn't call Brown O'Haver because you're not afraid to tell him if, you know, you know, I don't think we can help you. You it, the right thing has been done for you. Go about your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is Man, we're all busy. I'm busy. Tyler's busy. We're all busy. We got we got lives to go about. I don't have time to be worrying about all this. I love the idea of just handing it off to you guys and saying, will you please take care of this for me?
3: Well, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I just think about my normal life, and it's every night there's something with the kids, yeah. every single night. Right. So you've got work during the day. You're picking kids up from school. You've got soccer Practices. practice or football or baseball. Yeah. Or, Whatever the case may be, every single night, games on the weekends, OU games on the weekends, whatever the case may be. The
1: lake, if in case of TJ, the lake house.
3: Yeah. Well, that's a lifestyle we dare not approach. Right. Um, That's true. But, uh, you know, at the same time, you don't have the bandwidth to deal with it. And the insurance company is counting on that. They're counting on the fact that you're going to accept whatever they give you. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Accept it. Take it. Take that first initial payment. Great. Great. It doesn't close the door on accepting future payments. Take that acceptance pay- or take that first payment, and then give us a call. Let us take a look at it and see if we can increase it. Because to your point, Toby, it doesn't cost anything. If you've already been paid on your claim uh-huh. and you think there's more, if you've been denied on your claim and you think you have an opportunity, if the claim is a year old, eighteen months old, and there is, you have nothing to lose. Absolutely yeah. nothing to lose. Call us four zero five seven three five fifty five ten and give us an opportunity to let you know if we can bring you more money. We're not going to waste your time. If we can't do it, right. we're not going to take the claim. We will, we Just like the insurance company is a for-profit business, Brown O'Haver is a for-profit business. We're only going to take your claim if we can make ourselves money and you money. Yeah. And we only do that if it's out there to you.
1: Uh, you got a testimonial or an example well, I got you a could co- share? I got a couple real quick. because Look at the man who just walked through the door. He looks a lot like uh, those cowboy videos we've been watching, TJ. He thinks,
3: he's, he, thinks he's, he, he wants to be ripped from Yellowstone, but he's got a little bit to go. He's got boots, he's got the hat, he's got the vest. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. He's them. a good-looking man. Um, no, I mean, we had, a, we had a client. This is one of Alice's favorites. She had, this client had a water loss, and they hired us a year after the claim. So they had fought with their insurance company for a year. Then after a year, they finally denied it. So then called us up, said, hey, it's not a very big claim. Can you help? I don't want to waste your time. Alice said, yeah, absolutely. We'll take it on. So over two years since the loss, our client received a $6,500 payment, which was every penny we asked for. Doesn't sound like a lot of money, but if you got nothing and you need to rebuild the, the bathroom that this loss had occurred in, you need every single dime. Sure. And we are willing to work for the small claims just as much as we are the large claims. So it doesn't matter. Whatever you have out there, bring it in. Let us take a look at it. Because we, for Alice and our team, as much as it is, it's about the money, it's about winning. We don't like losing. To she the strikes
1: insurance. me as highly competitive. Yes,
3: yeah. We do not like losing to the insurance company. <laughs> we do not like losing a battle. And so if it's an opportunity uh-huh. to mix it up, uh, we want to mix it up and we want to win. It would be very easy to say to this client, eh, Your claim's not big enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of, you know, I mean, we're only talking $6,500. $6,500 is a lot of money when you sure. need to get something rebuilt. Yeah. And so we took it on, we worked it to death, got the client paid every penny, and it's just a big win for us. And it reminds us of why we do what we do. How's the podcast going? The podcast is fantastic, except for the fact Boomer Bevo podcast. Is that right? <sighs> yeah. The problem is, Kevin.
1: Um, it was a good idea when, uh, it was when you good, thought OU was going to be better. Than that's Texas exactly this year, right, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and Kevin, <laughs> Kevin just has this like quiet arrogance about him right now. Sure, did, he's not obnoxious, Texas fan, which I guess is good that I don't have to deal with that guy. Yeah, but it's just like when you're doing the podcast with him and he's got a smile on his face that just reminds you 49-0 every time you talk to him. Did you consider
1: canceling the podcast? I
3: did not want to do it. Okay, so we did. We do a. For everybody that's out there, the Boomer Bevo podcast, we do a, uh, a preview of every game that Oklahoma and Texas are going to play, uh, usually on Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. And that comes out, and it's also available on the KREF Podomatic page, which we've got a ton of downloads off of that. Sweet. So I really appreciate Sweet. the ref army listening. And then we do a recap show Sunday morning where we talk about the games, what happened mm-hmm. in them, and then you know anything else. So that recap show, I got back from Texas around noon, and Kevin's like, Well, we can do it around five. I said, That's great. The last thing I wanted to do
1: pun it down the road was a
3: recap show on OU Texas. And if anybody was listening, so a lot of my friends obviously listened, and a lot of people are listening, and Kevin is usually quiet and reserved, and we're working to get him out of his (laughs) shell and stuff. We get I keep trying to end the podcast. Uh Like Okay, well, this was great. Congratulations to Texas. Oh, you're oh wait, else, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. One more. What do recruits think about a loss like this? Well, you know, where, how long well, are you going to – Oh, that's a great question. Let me tell you. He's like, oh, and what uh, do you think uh, – You know, what do you think Marvin Mims thinks about only being targeted four times? To- yeah, I don't know. Like, that's a great deal there. And what do you think about not having a quarterback? And I'm like, oh, for the love of God, can we just get this thing over with? So eventually – What a I'd, jerk. Yeah, eventually. And he doesn't – but it's, he doesn't come off that way, though. Yeah, oh, like, that's if it the was worst. me – yeah. Everybody like, oh, John's obnoxious. This is terrible. Like, why why are you being a, kicking a guy while he's down? But Kevin, it's like, well, they sound like legitimate questions, but he's really trolling me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, or at least it felt that way. I felt like I was being
1: trolled. Nothing worse than
3: a kind person trolling you. Oh my gosh! And he just, yeah. So anyway, that was brutal, but we got through it. Everything's okay. You're we got to win your feet This
1: week, you're back on your feet. Texas
3: fans cocky though, Toby. They are in unprecedented waters for mm-hmm. them at. At five and two, they are fired up. Pretty good football team. They listen. Here is what sucks. What sucks is they are a good football team. Mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers is a pretty legit quarterback. I would have loved to have seen what would have happened in the Alabama game because I, I think that could have been different because he was really slinging it. I think they should have won the game
1: anyway. I think they got screwed on the call in the end zone. Yeah, and I'm a, no Texas fan, no, but I think they got screwed. No, um, gosh, listen to the I Texas they, love here. Gross, I was giving a break. break. I think they were going to
3: lose to Texas Tech no matter what. I think that was the game they were going to lose yeah. because Texas Tech does weird things to them, and they're just, you know, how that is. We all know about Tech and weird stuff. But I think they're a good team. Bijan, I, I think Sarkeesian, compared to last year, is finally giving him the ball, mm-hmm. which makes just a huge difference. And then his backup running back, Roshan Johnson, they're just a really solid team, not to mention Xavier Worthy on the outside. It's, it's a nice, balanced team, and it sucks. It yeah, absolutely sucks that this is the year I decided to do a Boomer Bebo podcast. I had, what, 12 years, 13 years
1: yeah, where we could have done it? And it Horrible would have been... timing on your part. Oh, Here it comes. Getting you to your theme music. Oh, oh. shut up. You picked Texas to win the game. You wearing Teddy's orange shorts. You big, you big longhorn oh. homer.
3: It feels miserable. Yeah.
1: All right. We'll go to break. Break time. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Back after this. Turn Te- that crap Texas off.
0: Texas sucks. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. T-Row in the Morning Show,
2: live from Brown O'Haver. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry Saxon, home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Montana Sooner says, would football leave early and basketball stay? No. No. I think it you know,
1: would all happen at once. I don't think certain programs would stay yeah. behind. and Everything shifts summer 2025 as mm-hmm. of right now. July 1, 2025. This texter says, you know they're going to give
2: OU the hardest schedule they can the next two years. That's hard to predict sometimes. Hmm. Nobody would have known that TCU was going to be as good as they were this year. It's hard to predict those things. You might think you're going to give them the most difficult schedule.
1: Um because yeah, like even this year at the beginning of the season, we thought, well, they got all their hardest opponents at home this yeah, year. Right? Yeah, exactly. Baylor and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's State. coming here, Baylor's coming here. Uh and then all of a sudden you look up and things have shuffled around a little bit. So Let's see how Toby. How does the SEC move change
2: wrestling? I can't think of many SEC schools with a team.
1: I don't know that there are any. We, the so the Big Twelve Conference in wrestling is <clears throat> it's weird. It's like got Wyoming in it and the Dakotas. And I, I'll look it up real fast. I don't think it'll affect them. They probably won't change. Like men's gymnastics probably won't change. Because there, there's not very many men's gymnastics teams across the country. Like OU's in a conference, conference with Stanford in men's gymnastics. Um, so there's a few sports like that where the SEC doesn't have an equivalent. So they'll probably keep playing in what they're they're playing in now.
2: Josie has said all along,
1: 2025. Got once. Just to know that. Thank you. All right. Do you feel like that person yelled when they texted that? <laughs> yeah. uh, he had exclamation points,
2: uh, so I was assuming so, yeah. Uh, okay. We're not stuck in the Big 12. The Big
1: 12 has to be locked up with OU. Hopefully, they're ready. Here's the Big 12 in wrestling. You ready? Iowa State, Missouri, South Dakota State, Northern Iowa – OU, OSU, North Dakota State, Northern Colorado, Wyoming, West Virginia, Air Force, and Utah Valley. That's the Big 12 conference in wrestling. So that's, they're going to stay there. I don't, I, don't think, I don't even know if any SEC schools have wrestling. Toby, step off the ledge, brother. Yep. Tennessee
2: has won either four or five top 25 games. Uh, they're one of the Big 12 favorites
1: for sure. Love your show, Brian. Definitely one of the Big Twelve favorites. What did I say that Brian disagrees with? Uh, maybe somebody said would, something about Tennessee would win, would the, win the, the Big, Big Twelve this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would have a shot, but I'm just not saying they. Like, hang on a second here. With like Tennessee, were they? They won last week. They played a great game. It looks great for them right now. Let's check back in in two or three weeks and. And see if your boy Josh Heupel is, you know, still undefeated and everything. So, I I hope so. What a great story that would be if they could get into the college football playoff. We'll be back.